Sean, and this is Sess with Cass. God, I'm like professionally sorry for that. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Sass with Cass. I'm your host, Cassandra Grodd, and I'm the best-selling author of both Bully and Darling. It is my intention behind creating this podcast to share with you my passion around helping others feel like their most confident selves. Even if this podcast is just able to give you a smile or something to lighten up your day, I really hope that I can share my love for healing, beauty, sex, life, and everything in between. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the Self Love Club. All right, guys, welcome back to Sass with Cass. It is so weird to say that because it is the last episode of this year. What? See you 2020, you bad bitch. More bad. Actually, more bitch than bad bitch. <laughs> you bitch. See you later. Um, but it is my final, my final moment. And I cannot believe where the time has gone. I cannot think of a better person to celebrate with this with other than an amazing woman who is beyond gifted. She is truly an evolved soul, which comes through in everything she does, how she speaks, thinks, carries herself. Ellie is the owner of Divine Transcendent. She is clairvoyant and a psychic medium. She is a spiritual advisor and reader. She has a lifetime, literally, of experience behind her. And she's also one of my amazing friends. So welcome, Ali, to Sass with Cass. Thank you, my love. It is truly an honor, and I'm truly humbled to Aww. be sharing this space with you today. And I know it's something we've been trying to orchestrate yes. for months. Yes. But um, all the stars have aligned for this moment. So I know. let's just get into it. Our final, our final push. <laughs> um, okay, Ali, introduce yourself for everyone who is just meeting you, listening right now. Full name where you're from, a little bit of background about you. Awesome. So my name is Ellie Matariki Wiki. I was born and raised in Howick, Auckland. I am 31 years old, but I have been living in Australia for the past 10 years. Um, thoroughly Crazy. enjoyed it over there. But yeah. thank you to our darling COVID, <laughs> uh, I have moved back home and everything has just been booming since I've been back. Mm -hmm. Readings have been insane, obviously, mm -hmm. with the situations that are going on mm -hmm. in the world at the moment. And, um, yeah, I'm thoroughly loving being home. Such a blessing. Yeah. This year has so many sneaky blessings, which we're going to get into, of course. Oh, yes. It's Guys, honestly, it's such a privilege to have Ali here because, and I mean, we're going to jump into how we met. Yes. So I was actually trying to book in a reading with Ali because <laughs> I had heard... <laughs> from a mutual friend who met her at a party and Ali just pulled a little a little tequila reading. She yeah, pulled a little literally. So <laughs> okay guys, I don't normally do this, but I just happened to be semi-wasted at a party and I'd met like a mutual friend. Yeah. And all of this information just came through mm. for her. And from that moment, like our bond had been created. Mm-hmm. But 
basically. Yeah. Also, side note, everything Ellie predicted about Amber, shout out Amber if you're listening. Hey, Amber. Literally <laughs> came true, including the exact name of the modeling agency that signed her and where. So just a little bit of a little bit of a credit tick right off the bat. But Ellie is genuinely, dude, you're booked up like months in advance. Like when I was yeah. trying to get in with you, I was not getting a slot for like a solid eight weeks. Yeah, no, I I think I was booked out until January, mid-Jan. Yeah, like gone. Yeah, but See then you later. something just said, hey, you need to reach out to this girl. Mm. And I, like, no offense, I didn't know who Cass was. But <laughs> Don't blame me, yeah. <laughs> It's not a big fucking hit. I'm not crying or anything. <laughs> but no, I just felt the need to reach out to her. And that's what I normally do with, like, just anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm. If I'm being drawn to that person... I will reach out. Mm. And it just happened to be perfect timing. It was such perfect timing. That was actually quite scary. <laughs> it was so scary. I remember you being like, you're working on a creative project and you can't see where it's headed, but it's heading somewhere great. And I was like, yeah, really on the edge of like teetering with my third book. And I didn't, you really just said things to me that inspired me to keep going and to, you know, value myself and enjoy what I was trying to create and put yeah. out and f- that to me is like the biggest blessing about what someone like you does is uplifting other people and, and helping them and that's what it's all about hun totally you know it should never be about making someone feel any less mm. than what you are it's mm. hey here's the tools honey I'll show you how to like set yourself up then you run from here mm. 100%. That's what happens with every single client of mine. Mm. I don't want people to become reliant on me like a counsellor. Like I will always be there for someone in those moments of need, but I am technically the mother that will help you get to where you need to be. 100%. That's why I think like everyone should get a reading. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We are. Okay, so... I asked for a bunch of questions, which I always do. Thank you guys for the questions. I feel like... Thank you this year for all your questions because every episode I put out with those question boxes, you're like 500 questions. It's yes. so cool. I have such cool listeners. Um, firstly, everyone was super keen to know, like, at what point did you discover your gifts? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, did it just hit you across the face? Or was it something that you feel like you always had? The most um, earliest memory I had was with um, my papa's best friend, when he passed away, mm. um, I had a prediction maybe two days before he passed away. Mm. But it was in a dreamlike state. So I went crying to my parents and said, hey, Uncle Dave's passed away. And they said, no, we've just seen him at dinner. Maybe that's where you've <laughs> been lost in translation. Oh, wow. Like you may have he watched like a horror movie and we've just seen him. So they said, you know, maybe subconsciously you thought that something has happened to him. Mm. And... I just remember seeing, like, so, guys, how I, like, pick up information is I will either get, like, many text messages in my head. They will show me impressions that I've experienced as a kid or I hear, see things going on around me. Mm. And what I saw was him looking down at his watch at roughly 1.30 p.m. and being down at Mission Bay and then feeling his heart attack. And oh I God. said, oh, my God, he's, he's had a heart attack. And I... <sighs> And I can feel it. Mm. And I said, but it's 1.30 and it's obviously like 9 o'clock when I was going to bed. Wow. The next day, he passed away at 1.30 down at Mission Bay. Bye. Yeah. And <gasps> that's when I could kind of register what mm. was going on. I would have been about six or seven wow. at that point. Wow. 
And that's when my parents realized, holy shit, this is more than just a child, like saying, like making things up. Totally. She's tapped into something. Yeah. From that point, did it essentially grow? Oh, absolutely. It just got stronger and stronger. They just started realizing that everything I was saying was coming from a different source as per se. They're just like, she's tapping into something or something's just happening to her because she's talking like our grandparents that have passed away. There's things that I shouldn't know being a child, but I'm saying to my, I'm talking to them like they're younger than me. Mm. And it used to freak them out. Yeah, like. (laughs) Fair enough. Okay, so one of the questions was, are ghosts real? And I want to hybrid that. Mm-hmm. With another question. Yes. Which is when you talk about, because I mean, I you've helped me so much with my gifts tapping in. Yeah. I'll often kind of see things or hear things or get messaging. Mm-hmm. But one thing that really blows my mind that clearly blows a lot of other people's minds, <laughs> like what do you see when you see a spirit or a ghost? Are they translucent? Are they a real person? Are they 3D, 2D? Are they floating? Do they have feet? Okay, question number one. Yes, ghosts are real. <laughs> and and we love them, by yes. the way, if there's any here, to, here today. We absolutely love them. And with question number two, they vary. So mm-hmm. obviously there can be translucent ghosts. It actually depends on the type of trauma they experienced as they passed or transitioned. Um, I can actually see ghosts as like apparitions of real people. Whoa. So this is what freaks me out when I go to shopping centres. This is why I find it very difficult to actually drag my ass out of home (laughs) because for every single person, I see 30 to 40 people behind them. Whoa. And it's like every single, like, ancestor that they can try and cram into the one person, Mm. I am seeing. Mm. And it will vary from them being in their, like, prime state. So it could be, like... 20 year old but Mm. then there may be people that actually had an amazing like later life so they're like 80 years old and they can kind of switch up their appearances when I (gasps) see them so obviously you get like the translucent ghosts they are more so people that have completely disconnected from their physical families because they've all like passed away and there's no lineage left so that is why I see them that way but then there are other people that I see like their physical form because there is some sort of representation of them still being on this earth. Right. So it's a bit like um, Coco, the movie. Right. You know how they like give back every year mm. to their like loved ones um, to keep their memory alive. Mm. It's like that. And that's why I can see their physical form wow. and what they look like and actually describe them down to a T. Wow. Can you... So, you know, you gave the example of being in a shopping center. Yeah. Is this like a dimmer dial that you can turn up and turn down or does it not work like that? Like if you're going to see all of people's past lives and their spirits who are attached to them, are you just going to see them or can you be like shut it off? I wish I could shut it off. Right. I literally cannot. Right. It's just the way I was brought into this world (laughs) is to just see and hear everything as it is. Mm. I have tried seeing people to, mm-hmm. like, kind of mute it for me or show me how to adjust, like, the settings as per se, mm. it's not possible with me because they break through. Wow. 
they're like, oh, shit, there's a lighthouse. She can see me. Mm. And so they literally, it's like this magnetic pull. And I can't resist that pull, especially when I know it helps people. Totally. Yeah. Because they have, they've got a purpose of why you're seeing them. They've probably got something to say, something that they want to pass on. Yeah. And it actually kind of sets them free so they can kind of pass over. So a lot of them do stay back with loved ones because they feel that they owe it to them. And it's like, no, 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 no. If you have something to pass on to them, I can pass it on. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's kind of like just find that final step for them to cross over. So some people cross over straight away and some people... Yeah, because they've kind of resolved all their issues with their families, you know. Um, it's more so those that have died tragically. Mm. Or just like instantly that didn't get to say their final goodbyes. Mm. And what they'll do is they'll come through me with little bits of like validation that Mm. only they would know with that particular person. Mm. And then it's like this massive release you can see come off this person. And they're like, okay, it's time. It's time for me to let them be. Wow. I would be so keen for, we just got lunch, guys. We just hung out. We went to Prego and we got some lunch. (laughs) So one of my questions was, have you ever experienced a darker side to this or a negative side to this? Because, of course, there are the angels, the fantastic people, the people who just want to pass on a message to loved ones. But there's also a scarier side, which we might get into a bit later. Yeah. But, you know, what do they look like? (laughs) Let's let's chat about the poltergeist. Yes. Okay. So we're going to step onto the dark side. <laughs> yes, there is most definitely a dark side. To balance out the world, there is always going to be darkness and light. Mm. Uh, with poltergeists, they are a completely different sort to ghosts. They like to cause havoc mm. and they like to make their presence known. And they can actually physically harm people. So Gosh. that's the difference between poltergeists and ghosts. Ghosts are, like, harmless. That's why, you know, Casper got made to be the friendly ghost. Okay, so it's like a bumblebee. Like, yeah. it looks scarier than it is. Exactly. And then you've got the but wasp. But a like a wasp. Yeah. That's that like will, like, sting s- your ass. <laughs> 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 but that's the thing. They can make, like, trick you into doing things that... Drop my pen. <laughs> <laughs> keep, going. Keep, going, keep going. Keep going. It was a poltergeist. <laughs> They can, yeah, they can alter your mindset completely. Fuck. And make you do bad things to yourself. (gasps) Like, I've witnessed it. (gasps) Like, exorcisms are real. Yeah. I keep getting an ad about this exorcism movie on YouTube, and I'm like, stop showing me this. See, this is the funny thing. It's not funny. I've never watched any of those like horror movies mm. and yet i've actually experienced them experienced in real life them in real have you life. experienced an exorcism yeah no way yeah no fucking Multiple. way no fucking way so i do exorcisms no fucking way sorry guys i'm like breaking the news to kiss now <laughs> wait really are you kidding no i'm dead set okay actually low-key good if i ever need that like glad no, seriously <laughs> there are people that um it's more so their partners have come to me um especially in australia they reached out to me and said, hey, my, my wife, yeah, my wife it. is just really different with our child. Like, she's tried to harm our child. Oh, fuck! We've hell. just moved into our house. Can you please come over? <gasps> and obviously, you know me, I'd literally drop anything. Yeah, you're the best. 
and I was at their house within like two hours. I said, look, I've just got to like finish work and then I'll be down. Got down there mm. and the wife was possessed. So she was actually given a wooden object from a family member, a family member who was jealous of her <gasps> that had a curse linked with the object. And because she had accepted the object, it went straight through to it. Like it went through her system and it took over her body. So she was trying to kill not only her child, but her husband. How do you get them out? Are you just like, can you please leave? See, you've got to be so careful because they can sense me a fucking mile away. Yeah, they're like, oh no, Ellie's coming. They're like, oh shit, this bitch is here. And she knew she had this horrible fucking, like, this evil laugh. That, oh, like, it still oh. gives me f- shivers today. And she answered, She was the person that answered the door. So it's like she timed it so fucking perfectly from the moment, like, my partner dropped me off. Mm. And it's like the her husband was, like, out the back, didn't hear, like, the doorbell go. Oh, that's so annoying. And, yeah, so she pulls the door open and she's like, come into my house. And you could just see her eyes were filled just with black. Mm. So obviously you can tell when you're like somebody's eye colour, whether it's blue, green, brown, hers was completely black. Mm. And you can just see darkness around her. Mm. And then I have to kind of trap them and like drag them out in a sense. So I get to know the poltergeist or the entity that is within her. Right. And it, you're just trying to make conversation so they think, ah, we've got her. But in reality, it's me dragging them out. So it's essentially like negotiating with terrorists. Yeah. Does, Ultimately. Does the poltergeist always have some like evil plan? Always. Okay. Always. And it's just because they're like an unfulfilled spirit. Yeah. Okay. So they've either like they've, been brought to somebody through tragic situations got it and they just feed off any negativity within like the environment and because the husband and wife were fighting she was trying to deal with being a new mum it just got to a point where it took full control over her body Mm. question I've just thought of yes is there anything people can do to protect themselves from that happening pray I'm not kidding Pray. Really? There is, like, a power with praying that, Mm. like, you just cannot compare. Mm. And, like, I am not the most religious person. Mm. So you mean pray to, like, God? Because I always talk to angels, but do you mean pray to God? Pray to whoever you feel comfortable with. Oh, okay. So it could be God. It could be your angels. Yeah, I always talk to them. Ensure you pray morning, noon, and night. Whoa. And it's keeping, like, stick to the basics. Be thankful for your breath. Be thankful for your family. Mm. Be thankful for the water. Be thankful for the roof over your head. If you can be thankful for those little things, you are protected day in, day out. That's actually, like, quite a beautiful thing to practice, I think, away from coming from a place of, like, okay, Cass, we're having a conversation about poltergeist. This is fun. This is scary. And, like, actually just applying that to life. That's quite a cool practice just to have for your life, you know? Yeah. So that, I mean, I love that. That's the answer. Um, How has being this incredible (laughs) 
thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> this, thing, inc- this, this incredible <laughs> unicorn. How has being clairvoyant psychic affected your life? Like, do you think mm. it's had any impact or held you back from anything? Or it's, do you feel like it's just opened doors? It's a mixed bag of like emotions because I've always had to put myself to the side mm. because you get so caught up with helping people and transforming people's lives mm. that you just live off that energy and you kind of forget the true essence of who you are as a person. Mm. And that's only something I'm recently trying to, to understand. like, yeah, understand and create that balance in my life because I'm that type of person that will give you the shirt off my back, give you like my last dollar. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, and being in this realm 24-7 can play tricks on your mind, especially with people's intentions. It has taken a lot out of my family mm. because they've always had to try and defend me to other family members because obviously there are skeptics out there. Yeah. And I don't blame them because there are shit fucking readers out there. Yeah. That are trying to make a quick buck off people. And I almost feel like I've got to prove myself like twice as much. And I get to the point where sometimes I don't even charge people because you can kind of tell how much of an impact it's going to make Mm. for their future generations. Mm. And you can't put a price on that. No. Ever. Um, Especially connecting with loved ones. I don't feel I should be charging for that because if they were here still physically, you could still reach out to them for free. You could see them physically for free. So why should I be charging? And that's where I guess I clash with a lot of other psychics out there because I understand that that's a business for them, but I really play on the family dynamic Mm. because family means everything to me. Mm. So if I can help someone with their grieving process and releasing like a loved member, I'll do it for free, hands down. Which is so amazing and so generous and like just says so much about who you are. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, I know personally and I'm like a tiny hair and on a lion's back compared to you <laughs> just the complete energetic drain that it can take absolutely you know, it, it's it is the most incredible gift and I think that's why it pulls such an audience and people have so many questions about oh, it yeah. you know to those people that are the cynics that you just mentioned yeah what is the main myth about being a psychic that you can think of and giving you the floor to debunk it okay number one is that we know the lotto numbers like oh my god that's actually such a good one (laughs) no i shit you not everyone's like well if you're such a good psychic you should be rich honey i am rich on my own terms because of the hard work i do True, but you know you never use things like that for personal gain Mm. ever like Mm. that is the number one rule Mm. with the work that we do Mm. um yeah, you just do not take advantage of your gifts like that. Mm. You're always doing it out of the pureness of your heart. I have seen people that have taken advantage of it. Mm. And what happens is, down the line, everything flips for them. Yeah. And it's like, well, I kind of told you that's where the karma kicks their butt. Yeah. And it's like, you just must have pure intentions at all times. Like, there are so many skeptics that I've read for that I have converted. Mm. And they're like, we don't know how you knew this. Like they've even tried breaking it down scientifically 
and they couldn't. Like, I've actually been hooked up to a machine. I remember you saying that. Yeah. And all, like, the scientists could say was that they could just see my brain just, like, switch. And they just couldn't explain how or why. Whoa. When I was doing a reading. Whoa. And I'm like, exactly. Like, I can't give you the scientific answer to how I interpret and how I read. Mm. It's just something that I've learned to deal with since I was a child. It's like breathing it or is. riding a bike. Yeah. You just know how. Yeah. It's funny. There's someone who's really, really high up at the moment. She's in, like, pop entertainment culture. Yeah. I'll tell you who it is after. <laughs> and I just know that she got there through the worst way possible. Like, I can see she's got kind of a connection to something else. Yes. And she's just pulled those kind of like lotto number strings Mm -hmm. and like mark my words, give her three to five years. The exact way she got up is the exact way she's going to come down. Absolutely. You know, it is such a yin and yang kind of balance. Yeah. Do you think anyone has the ability, ability to tap into this energy or these gifts or do you feel like it's kind of like a birthright? Everybody has it. Mm. I don't care what anyone says. Everybody has it. It depends on the trauma that you, your family have actually experienced throughout generations, hmm. whether or not you want to tap into it. Hmm. Um, it's really about knowing who you are as a like, person and knowing who you truly are. Hmm. Not living this whole like falsified life. Hmm. If you can be authentic to yourself, you will start seeing visions. You'll start hearing things. And it will kind of just slowly start making sense. Our DNA holds so much history. Mm. It's fucking insane. And at any moment, that's how we tap in. The history thing is huge. You know, a lot of people talk to me about past life regressions. Like I learned how to do past life regressions. I've seen them happen to such a high extent. Mm -hmm. And people just fail to realize how much of their current life is actually connected to something Oh, absolutely. Not even in you in this, like, yeah. you know, it, it comes from something that's completely, you can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so funny. It's kind of like we get these breadcrumbs of things we're interested in. Like, I know one personally for me was Marilyn Monroe. I have these massive posters of Marilyn oh Monroe, yes. always connected to Marilyn Monroe. And then you actually explained to me in a past life I had sort of a connection to her, yeah. which was phenomenal. And it just makes complete sense. Like, why would I, at four years old, have memories of Marilyn Monroe? You no, know? exactly. And we, yeah, we really touched on that. Yeah. And it's insane when we started breaking it down mm. and actually looking into images. And, yeah. It's it's beyond um that that that's so cool in terms of you touched on it really beautifully I mean I'm forcing Ellie to download TikTok (laughs) on TikTok there's a whole bunch of tarot readers and they just like shuffle 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 and like Mm -hmm. random cards come up or they don't even shuffle they just like show you cards that they've supposedly pulled supposedly yeah and they're like your ex is coming back look it's the lovers and the coming back card and all these you know floozy kind of people because it can be a little bit gimmicky oh absolutely you know how how does someone find a real reader and how do you feel about that on the market right now honestly it really comes down to word of mouth Mm. um please don't be fooled by people that obviously have the appearance that oh my god you know i've got my crystal ball i've got my cat that's me that's literally me (laughs) 
But you'll see a pattern with people how they're very pushy. So let's say you inquire Mm. for a reading and they're like, okay, I've got a space for you right now. It's like $200 or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I just don't feel... This is the real question, guys. Make sure you like tell them, oh, I don't think I'm ready yet. Mm. Is that all right? From that point onwards, Mm. you'll be able to gauge whether or not they are genuine with their intentions towards you or whether or not they want a quick buck out of you Mm. because they'll just cut you completely. Totally. If they're genuine, they'll say, okay, sweetheart, you know, when you're ready, come back and see us. Yeah. You know, we don't want to force you. Yeah. It should never be forced. Yeah. And that's what I noticed. You know, being a psychic medium myself growing up as a kid, I always wanted to know what was going to happen in my life. So mm. I would try and see people to kind of help me and, like, groom me. Never happened because they started to, like, become intimidated by me because I could read them as a child. <gasps> And I knew that they weren't real, the <gasps> real deal, to the point where I've shut down multiple businesses <gasps> <laughs> by calling their bluff pretty much. Whoa. Because I didn't want to see other, like me and my parents, my mum in particular, she was spending so much money on seeing psychics for me to the point where I was reading them going, no. Wrong people. Yeah. They're just trying to... I've had people use me to try and open up portals. That's what they try and do as well, is they will coerce people and say, oh, my God, you're so powerful. You know, you really do have a real power and then get you into a cult-like situation where, oh, come over for dinner. Yeah. We're just going to do, like, a few little, like, activities. They're actually, like, they're doing seances. (gasps) Oh. Yeah, trying to open those portals to let the negative shit like entities through because they get almost brownie points in that realm. Really? Truly. Yeah. And this is maybe only four or five years ago that happened to me. Does that mean that like those, the kind of like scandals and conspiracy theories about the government and government members, especially in the United States, yeah. being involved with that, could there be like kind of some truth to that if seances do go on? Oh, absolutely. There's no denying that. This happens, like, especially, like, over in Europe. Mm. It's fucking huge. Yikes. It's insane. Yeah, well. See, and I'm not sure if you've heard of, like, ley lines, but that's the same in, like, America. Mm. That's why, which is a real as well, guys. <laughs> but there will be, like, certain groups and cults that will stay on these like ley lines because it's so powerful for them to conjure things through. Fuck a dark. Yeah. Me, this whole podcast is like yeah. me sitting here <laughs> speechless with nothing to say. Like I'm literally just like, <gasps> and this is like nothing we've rehearsed. <laughs> I'm like, good, fucking good. Um, I mean, you've al- already blown me away, but I was going to ask you. So you have been, used to help to find missing bodies yes missing people yeah <laughs> like where do we go from that I, um tell me about that How, yeah sure like do you have a crazy freaky story from from one of them yeah I do actually um this was maybe four years ago and I had a family member reach out to me because one of their friends got lost in Rio mm. And 
they couldn't find his body. They said they know he's dead, but they just don't know where he is, like in the bush. So what I did is I got I took the crystal off my neck and then I just happened to like put it on the map and then it started to like swing. And from that area, I like started tracing his name. So his name was Jason. Mm-hmm. And I just started like writing his name on the paper. And then in between the A, I just happened to like circle like that little like triangle. <gasps> and I said, can you please pass this on to the family? So they were actually traveling over from Australia mm. um, to try and like be involved in the recovery mission for his body. Mm. They end up taking this little fucking portion. It was maybe only three like kilometers mm. in radius. They ended up finding his body smack bang in the middle of where I t- like told them. Holy fuck. Within 48 hours of them landing. That's insanity. Have you ever found someone who's alive? Yeah, actually I have. <laughs> yeah, like someone who's just been like disconnected. Oh, yeah. Someone they thought was dead and then they were alive. Yeah, so a friend last year reached out to me. Um, her grandfather had gone missing. So he has um, dementia. Mm. And he had kind of like just escaped from like their family farm. And he hadn't been seen for like at least 48 hours. And that wasn't like him because they always had someone with him. And he actually ended up on a bus. Like he came to Auckland from up north. Oh. But they don't know how or like who had like paid. Wow. And I told them, I'm like, he's actually here, like in Auckland. They're like, no, he's not because he lives in Kaitaia. Right. And I said, no, he's actually here. Right. And I'm like, he's like on the North Shore. And I said, but he's still he's in, on the North Shore. Yeah. I'm like, he's still in a moving like vehicle. I'm like, it's like a bus or like minibus type thing. Yeah. We ended up like making our way out there to where I could like just envision where he was mm. he was he ended up being in like a mini bu- minibus he got picked up by hitchhikers Whoa. because he wanted to see his daughter who he thought was like still 18 19 oh cute yeah so he yeah and we like found him hey oh, it was crazy what's but, the like and it yeah. wasn't like a set location like okay number 81, 81 like yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just like the vibe that you picked up. I'm just up. like, okay, go left, go right. Because I don't know my way around Auckland as well. But I just happened to find him. It's almost like that magnetic pull again. I will always be led to the people I'm supposed to meet. Hmm. When you're looking for a body or you're looking for someone, yeah, will you actually have physical feelings of where they are? Oh, yeah. So what they will do is... Um, depending on if they are like dead or alive, they will first, the first impression to validate that it's them, they will make me feel how they died. Mm. Once our bodies kind of calibrate in that sense, they start downloading into me from the head down. So then I can kind of take impressions from their brain to remember and see what actually happened in those last moments for them. Wow. And, yeah, it's it's like GPS from yeah. that point onwards. Once I've made that bond and connection, and it's as simple as a photo from them, or like the most out of it was just the name mm. that I got. Mm. And that was the same with Jason. It was just his name. I didn't have a yeah. photo of him. 
I just had his full name and then I could connect with him straight away. So incredible. (laughs) So mind-blowing. That still freaks me out. When So more day-to-day stuff, you do tarot readings. Yes. What is the most common thing you see popping up in tarot readings? Like, do people come to you for love questions, career questions? Oh, God, it's love. The whole thing? It's, it's, lo- it's always love, the, the may, like, majority is love. Yeah. And it's just that reassurance that, am I with the right person? Am I going to meet the right person? Will I find a person? That was literally me, I I was like, um, <laughs> it's not looking good. What's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the forecast today, <laughs> And then you've got, um, yeah, obviously, like, career, finances, mm. um, but, yeah, majority is love. Do you find it easier to read in person or not in person? Oh, I would say in person because, like, energetically – I can connect a lot faster. Yeah. And that's where I've kind of not found it difficult, but it's different throughout COVID doing it online. Mm. Like I just like to have that physical interaction with people. Totally. Because so many other questions come up Mm. and it's better like looking someone like in the eyes face to face. Like it just creates a different atmosphere for both of us. Totally. God, I've had seen so many psychics. One psychic <laughs> told me that, and this is why, like, I love you because I can really back you. One psychic <laughs> I saw told me I was going to get an um, internship in Wellington and that I was going to move to Australia for five years and that I was never going to live in the United States. I'm like, bitch, guess what happened? I lived in the United States, never have, where is the internship in Wellington? I do not want to go there, no offence, Wellington. And I've never lived in Australia. No. And then there's the tale as old as time, which is, I'll tell this on the podcast because it's funny, you know this. <laughs> One of my friends got told by a psychic she was going to meet her soulmate oh, in Mount Eden. I felt so sorry for her. And she, like, paced Mount Eden for four years. <laughs> like it, he's not I shouldn't there. laugh. It's not funny. Like Mount Eden of all places too. Like if you said cast your soulmate to Mount Eden, I'd be like, mm. <laughs> I'm, I'll kind of decline like, that where request. Where would he be at? Circus Circus? Like it's such yeah. a broad, like where? Oh my gosh. Hilarious. Um, okay. We're going to move into wrapping up 2020. Celebrating 2020. It. Ali's going to read for The Collective, which is going to be really exciting. We'll do it at right at the end. Awesome. What's your highlight for this year? The highlight would, like, definitely have to be coming back home. Yeah. I had no intention of moving back. I was actually supposed to be touring, like, America and the UK. But obviously everything happens for a reason, and it did. Like, I have built such a strong foundation being back home now, mm. and I've connected with so many people, like, at home mm. that now I'm ready to like expand out again it's like, like the best place on earth oh absolutely like you leave New Zealand and come back you're like oh my god I really appreciate it yeah, now same I don't complain same it's just okay we're safe we're safe <laughs> we're lucky yeah I think that would be definitely one of my big highlights of 2022 yeah I think it for me was just like forcing me to be still you know I was oh, yes. someone who was just like 
LA, New York, London, like that uh-huh. pitbull song, Miami to yeah. Miami. Like that was literally <laughs> me. Like I was just like, if I'm moving somewhere, I'm doing something. Yes. And just having time to sit and be still and reflect and heal and look at myself and look at what I wanted to create and like. It's quite confronting, eh? Very confronting. I was like, girl, you got some hella bad traits. Yeah. Like, I, like you think everyone's just doing it to you. Like wake up. That's it. Wake up call 2020. It's like wake, a 2020 smack. was a Big wake-up call. Yeah. Big wake-up call. What was your low light of the year? Uh, the low light would definitely be not being able to travel. Yeah. Because I was, like, I knew something would go wrong in terms of, like, the setup for the retreats in America mm. and just, like, the workshops that I was doing. I just couldn't see yourself doing it. Yeah. I knew there was going to be something maybe two years ago. I was, yeah. like, warning family about... The cycle, the hundred year cycle. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, there's nothing that could shut like the world down. Hello. Hello. Hello, Miss COVID. Hello. (laughs) 2019. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just knew not to kind of fully invest in America, but still not give up hope. Mm. So that would definitely be like the low light for me Mm. was actually having to surrender to that process, even though I'm that optimistic person where I'm like, oh, no, like, I can still make it happen. Mm. I could have, but then I would have been away from my family. Totally. And you don't know what is going to happen to anybody. And obviously being in New Zealand, you have a two-week, like, quarantine now. Mm. And I just didn't want to put myself in that situation where, okay, business is going great and I'm building my name and reputation out there, but... It's going against all of my morals, which mm. is my family. Mm. Totally. What was yours, babe? I mean, look, 2020, I think, just straight off the bat, we've got to disclaim that when I'm thinking low lights, you know, the immense pain that so many people have been through, yeah. obviously, has just, I think for myself, I was like, God, I'm so blessed. You know, I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm here and I live with my parents. How dare I think that anything else could be that bad? Yeah. But we forget how much of a toll seeing those terrible things on the news, hearing those terrible things, like, takes on us. Yeah. And so I personally had to just make the decision to, like, actually, I want to educate myself, and I would educate myself on the big things, but I just can't do it on the news Uh -uh. all the time. And I think one of the biggest lowlights for me was just I'm an energy-sensitive thing yeah it's it's my whole one of my biggest gifts here I feel is like working with energy oh god yes you are very (laughs) very and I could just feel like the pain I could feel the energy that was I felt like I was just a sponge for it that I could just be morphed and pulled and moved and I, I would just be so sad for everyone else you know it was such an awful year for that kind of reason oh yeah and then for a personal low I think yeah, having it's sort of like having no certainty. Like having, yeah. I keep wanting to like put in plans and just being like, oh, that's probably going to crumble. Oh, uh, yeah, uh. it's the uncertainty uh, of yeah. Oh, are we going to go back into lockdown? Totally. Or? It's yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> it was a hell of a year. What was the biggest lesson you learned? Oh, the biggest lesson is to go with the flow. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a really good one. Like to genuinely go with the flow. Mm. I can no longer like set plans because I have that much on my schedule. Mm. I just need to learn to be adaptable. Mm. And that's what it like really taught me 2020. Mm. 
is that everything happens for a reason. Just flow with it. Mm. Don't fight it. Mm. It's a really good one. It got me good, really good. Yeah. To the point where I was like breaking down and then I'm like, no, there's some bigger plan. Yeah. And then it showed it's going itself. Somewhere. And I'm like, okay, okay, I will, I will let it flow now. It's always the way. <laughs> yeah, I think mine was like patience Ooh. was a really big lesson that came up. Yeah. You know, like it's it's not all just going to happen because you're going to click your finger. And sometimes life gets put on pause and that's okay. See, we were so used to that. Yeah. Having active lifestyles. Yeah. Where the moment we clicked our fingers, we could make things Go happen. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, totally. And then being like suppressed is like, holy shit. Holy shit. Totally. And also like implementing boundaries was big this year for me. Oh, friends or family? Both. Yeah. Just encroaching Same. on like time, energy, resources. I yeah. actually did it, have a, did a really good look at my friends this year. Yeah. And, like, super-duper took inventory of, like, who I was around. The people I surround myself with right now are, like, A-plus people. And see, that's so important yeah, for people it was huge. to do. It was huge. It was huge. Uh, and you don't have to do it in a negative way. You know, no. you, you can just take gentle steps back from people or whatever it is. It's it's not even about them. No. It's actually just about where you're at. Um, one thing, this can be funny too. This could be, like, a trend. I don't know. Whatever you want to answer <laughs> it. One thing you want to leave entirely in 2020. Oh, I don't want to leave. Obviously, COVID, but yeah. that's not going to happen. <laughs> ah, true. Oh, is that a prediction? Sorry, we guys. don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's more so like I don't want people to live in fear because mm. obviously we've had so many diseases. Mm. Um, obviously, like we've had cancers, like, we've had like flus. You know, we've made it through before. Don't yeah. make it as daunting as what everyone says it is. Right. Obviously, take the right precautions. Yeah, be smart. Yeah, exactly. But always check in on your mental health because yeah. that's what 2020 it's has completely fucked up for a lot of people is their mental health. Mm. You know, once you remove somebody's, like, work environment mm. and then shove it into their, like, personal, it creates so many issues and that's where a lot of, like, mental health problems have, like, arisen this year totally so just kind of be sensitive towards yourself yeah you know don't be too hard on yourself mm. because yeah you may have worked at home but it's actually a lot harder than being back in like a work environment because mm. you can separate the two but then when you're like living and breathing work at home like oh I feel for a lot of people mm. me too and especially like those that have lost their jobs that have split from their partners because of those stress, like financial stresses. That's what I wish people would leave in like 2020 and myself mm. is that fear. Mm. Remove the fear. Remove the fear. Yeah. That's a beautiful one. I want to leave like, I kind of think it plays into fear. I was almost going to say like excessive social media use, Ooh, like where people yeah. just snowball I know that with more time than ever and like the lockdowns, I was spending like eight, nine hours on my phone. Oh, yeah. And I just fully had to reel myself in and like get back into real life, get back into like yes. living in a physical life. Like I literally do social media for a job and yeah. my biggest goal is to get my screen time down every week, yeah. you know, and just moving out of like sheep mentality or just 
reading things oh, yeah. because they're there on social media and like yeah it's a beautiful tool but also just like more spiritual awakening yeah. more <laughs> higher consciousness more of opening our third eyes like more of that kind of vibe and it's like being still yeah is so powerful i know like, right it's underrated it is oh my god like i one of my friends mums is like clairvoyant she did a reading for me before darling yeah and i basically went and i just said look is this a good idea we were going into the first lockdown covid had just happened i was like is this a good idea because right now i'm not going to do it yeah and she read for me and she she's um latino yeah she does like would have no idea said the name of the top publishing company i'm trying to get a publishing deal with no way doesn't know who the fuck they are (laughs) like almost said the name wrong knew exactly where they had houses around the world Sick. and was like you have to do this this is really important people need this message all this stuff like at the time it was like absolutely crazy yeah but you know looking back on that it's like god there were so many like moments where my energy at the time was I was just trying to run somewhere and I was moving nowhere yeah you know it is coming down and being still that's a huge lesson um Okay, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? And if so, what are yours? Oh, okay, guys. Look, I'll be completely honest with you. You can create, like, a resolution at any moment. Oh, my God, my bitch. That's my answer, too. (laughs) That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, fuck, I'm going to die if she's like, yes, here's mine. So, like, at any second, at any point of any day. I agree. You can create Live the resolution. I always said revolution. (laughs) Live the revolution. Live the revolution, 2021. Like, don't ever feel that pressure Mm. of having to do it one time a year. Because once you don't live up to that expectation, you, like, crumble so fucking hard and resent yourself that you fuck up for, like, the entire, like, 364 days Mm. remaining. Mm. So just remember, any moment, you can start your own resolution. Mine is obviously expansion with, like, my business, um, building, like, but it's stuff I'm already creating into my reality. I'm not waiting for, like, the 31st of December to go, okay, guys, we're counting down till I build a house. (laughs) (laughs) It does not work like that. Yeah. So just make sure you consistently have your goals somewhere within your room Mm. because I find I'm a very visual person. Same. So once I see it every morning, I'm like, okay, so this is what we're going to, like, bring to life today. Totally. Even if it's just a little step every day. Totally. You're still doing something about, like, reaching your goal. Amen. (laughs) This is, like, this is why I love working with the moon. Because it's, like, a 30-day check-in. You do it with the full moon. And, like, the best part about working with the moons is if you set intentions under a new moon, which we have coming up in Sagittarius, Uh if you set them under a new moon in the six months, you see that full moon come and you understand the full cycle. Absolutely. So, for me, I set intentions in the Scorpio new moon. Yes. And by the Scorpio full moon literally eight out of ten manifestations had come true it was just uh-huh. a really powerful energy for me I'm a Scorpio moon maybe that's why it's my it's my shit yes <laughs> but you know that's why I really love that it's like this consistent check-in it's it's not this like December 31st well now I'm really fat and I want this new job and I'm gonna do all these things it's an it's a constant building process because what people do is like I and I've experienced this like with dieting 
Yeah. Fucking mood. dieting. <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're like, okay, so I've got till December 31st to eat as much junk food or like as much yeah, shit, like drink so as much true. shit as I can. Totally. And then I'm going to be healthy for the rest of my life from this point onwards. No, honey, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It's And that's like where the mental game comes into play. 100%. Because everyone else is setting New Year's resolutions. Mm. That's when you think you should be doing it. Mm. But you can start it right now. Totally. There's nothing physically or mentally stopping you right now. That being said, we do have the full moon on December 30th, 30th in Cancer. Oh, so if you want yes. to set, set some resolutions, it's a flipping good time yeah. to do it. But <laughs> Cancer, very nurturing, sign of the mother, sign yes. of the breast. Um, so if you guys want to set any resolutions, do it with the moons. Do it all year. Maybe we do should it. do a little new moon. Like, Dude, I'm an um, R&V getting shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to do that. We could do a Please, pre- just do a 30-second clip of your... <laughs> <laughs> R&B like set on planes R- <laughs> R&B manifestation <laughs> a manifestation that? circle guys if you're keen <laughs> holy shit I kind of want to do that I was con- saying like do we contact the organization and like get, get that done in? get me on the main stage yes everyone pen and paper 30th on the main stage leader resolutions thing boom done why the fuck are they not paying me big money? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Perfect timing. Okay, honey. You have like 10 minutes. Cool. Which is good. Ali's going to read for the collective. She's uh-huh. very generously offered to do this for us. So do you need to do anything to get in your vibe? No. I'm, You're in the vibe? literally just how we're talking is how things will come through. Okay, cool. I will need you to like bounce off, so you pretty much just ask questions. Okay, cool. I'm just gonna ask them as they yeah. come. Yeah. Okay, cool. And we'll <laughs> go. Okay. 2021. Mm-hmm. Give me like three words that are coming through for the overall vibe. Okay, three words. Um, there is anxiety coming through. So I'm I'm not gonna lie to you guys with what I see mm. because it's better just giving you guys the truth mm. so you can prepare. Mm. Um, there is anxiety around the uncertainty with this vaccine. Um, there is some sort of hope as well mm. in terms of like borders opening, but we're not looking at that until I would say at least June, July for some sort of trans-Tasman bubble. Mm. Like, don't expect our borders to be open until, like, the next two, two and a half years minimum worldwide. Whoa. Then that's more so just New Zealand. Okay. We will not, open like, sacrifice the hard work that we've done. Right. But obviously, we can fly into any other country. Mm. But just getting back here or just opening it up to visitors, really. Mm. So that's where it's going to be, like, tough for our economy. Mm. because we thrive on tourism. Totally. But there, oh, fuck, I don't even want to say this, but there is a Great Depression coming. Yeah. And it's just natural that it follows after a pandemic like this. Mm. And next year's not going to be as bad as this year. Okay. So we've, we've had the shock wave. Okay. We know how to handle it. Yeah. It's just learning to adjust to this new way of life. I would encourage anybody that's overseas or 
has kind of lost touch with loved ones that or like friends that are overseas to like just get in contact with them because there are a lot of people that are coming across that they're all right. Mm. Like, yeah, no, like business as usual for us, they're actually scared. Yeah. So if you can just like make that little gesture to check in on them, um, I do see like a major influx of people coming back home next year. Mm. People think it happened now. No. No. Feb next year, there is something else that is going to happen. Um, Natural disasters are going to be huge next year. Oh. Yeah. But this is what kind of brings everybody back together as a collective. Okay. Um, Earthquakes. Jesus. Not looking good. uh Uh-uh. Okay. In New Zealand? Yes. In Auckland? Yes. Bye. So there will, no, there is one like particularly large earthquake which will like hit through like the Waikato, like Auckland. So we won't get like the brunt, brunt of, it, of it, right? But we will still feel the shakes. And you think that will be in like February? That there's already like been little like tremors, trem- tremors, and and that I would even say around. August, September. Mm. Because the way that the like world is moving, it's like in the plates, there's a lot of shit that's happening. See, and even like with today, you can feel how humid it is. Yeah. Everything is changing in this world. So it's not just us physically with learning how to adapt to a pandemic. Mm. It's nature as well. Because we weren't outside for like, fuck how many weeks. True. And obviously there's other shit going on with, like, the 5Gs. Like, yes, I understand that stuff. But there will be, like, more frequent storms. Um, Within the next, like, five to ten years, we're going to be reaching, like, 40 degrees, like, temperatures plus. Wow. So we will almost be getting what Australia has had over the past, like, 50 years. Wow. There's no denying that. Um, is oh. the is the vaccine efficient? No. That's what I think too. No. That's what I think too, and, and everyone's like, shut up. What it is is a mask for, like, it's to mask the fear going right. on around the world. So as much as they are trying to look for a vaccine, There will never be anything that's 100% accurate, Mm. and I'm sure any other medical professional can agree with me. Um, But no, there is no way. Like, we can't even find the right strain for, like, the common flu. True. True. So how could we, after hundreds of years since the Spanish flu, suddenly find a cure within the matter of, what, a year? True. Since COVID hit. Do you think Auckland will lo- or New Zealand will lock down again? We will go into a, like a smaller lockdown, so more so like a two, absolute max of three. Mm-hmm. I think that now our government's pretty much sealed our country up completely. Yeah. Obviously, we knew like there was a downfall with our ports, mm. but I mean they've taken all the right steps, and they've just got our best interests at heart. When do you see COVID going away? 
absolutely i don't even think it's going to be gone like they can't get rid of covid right um maybe within three to five years it's going to be lowered to a flu-like status right but at this current state they just need to understand how to stop the body from breaking down Mm. after you've like got covid true it's more so the after effects than the thing yeah then the actual like initial impact of covid so yes you do get very strong flu-like symptoms Mm. but it's what it does to your kidneys to your lungs like down the line could be more detrimental than any other flu that we've ever witnessed do you think 2021 is a good year to start a business a much better year than Than this year yeah i would be leaning more towards um get your like preparation done but do not start your business until june july right um there's going to be a war, guys. <laughs> there is some sort of war that is brewing around the world. Mm. And it's actually going to impact every single economy you can think of. So I just don't want people to be put into a situation very early on, like, okay, all my ne- um, eggs into, like, one nest, boom, done. Mm. No, just please, like, make sure you have a plan, like, A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. If you can wholeheartedly say you've got A, B, and C, your business will be fine. Right. But just make sure it's adaptable to COVID. I think we've all sort of felt that war-like tension. And when we say war, you know, it might not look like World War One or World War Two has. It might look completely no, yeah. new. But I think we've all felt that tension. Yes. Um, will Donald Trump stand down from presidency? He has to. Right. It, it, it will get ugly if but, he doesn't. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Goodbye, Orange Gremlin. Okay, Bye-bye. cool. Good, good, good. <laughs> Is 2021 a good year to find love? Um, Will people be finding their soulmates? It EG really me? depends. Like, yes, like, at any moment you can me, like, find your soulmate. <laughs> it's just please be very careful with your own emotions, mm. but don't be too vulnerable to people. My rule is you always keep 15% to, like of yourself to yourself you never give that away to someone else because oh I feel like you literally just said that specifically (laughs) for me I feel like that's not to do with anyone else (laughs) like the moment you go through some sort of separation you you lose yourself completely but if you always have a backstop of like 10 to 15 percent you're not gonna hit as hard as you would yeah oh that is such a specific cast thing (laughs) and it's not being selfish it's just looking after yourself. How do people reach their full potential in 2021? How do people get the most out of the year? What can we be doing or thinking about? Uh, be true to yourself and what your gut is telling you. Mm. If you don't want to be associated or hanging around certain people anymore, mm. why are you? Mm. Like Start asking yourself those questions, like the whys. Mm. Um, what makes you happy? Mm. Like, you need to be doing things that make you happy. Mm. There is nothing and no one that is stopping you except, mm. like, your mental state. Mm. Um, obviously, travel is quite limited, but you can still do it. 
True. You can still travel outside of the country. You just have to quarantine. Yeah. So don't limit yourself is what I would say as well. Is 2021 like a good year for creatives, creative projects, for people in the arts? Yes. Um, There is something else that's coming out that is along the lines of TikTok that I feel. Oh. That's, yeah. Like an app. Yeah. I don't, how I'm seeing it is like a bridge between YouTube and TikTok. Oh, whoa. So there is some other platform that is coming out next year. That's really cool. Or may even be like out. That's really cool. That will be just as strong as like YouTube. So for anybody that wants to establish themselves, I do feel it's going to create a completely different like environment for people Mm. that hasn't been like captured yet through Instagram or like any other social media platform. Do you think next year will be a good year spiritually? Like people, do you think feel more people are waking up? I feel like oh, way more yeah. people are waking up. So many people woke up this year. Yeah, me too. Real. I really think so many people woke up. Even towards like November last year. Yeah, that was when, when like, I started to really wake up. That great awakening happened. Yeah. How old class like 2021 through to 2023, we're like in the eye of the storm. Fuck. So these are the years to really, like, make it about you. Mm. Make it about what you enjoy doing, mm. who you love being around. Um, because you will be tested from, like, 2023 onwards. That's when, like, just some major events will start happening. Right. And I don't want you to, like, kind of lose track of who you are. Yeah. But, like, these are the years to build that foundation, like a very solid foundation. What's a random, hopeful, positive, happy thing that's happening next year? Ooh. For a bit of like a love injection. Oh, a love injection, yes. It can be completely about me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, there are going to be a lot more gigs, like, so concerts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, that it's... It's more so for, like, New Zealand, but I do see, like, fuck, I even reckon, like, Coachella. Could happen. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. There is some sort of, like, festival that will still be able to, like, go ahead. But COVID-friendly. Yeah. But still happen. But still, like, it's better That's than nothing. Cool. And it's something that, obviously, we've missed this year. Mm. I was so looking forward to Coachella. Mm. Fuck. I mean, last but- year I was insane. <laughs> But it's more so just getting back into, like, our regular day-to-day things, mm. like concerts. Like, that's a summer, New Zealand summer, is, like, mm. concerts everywhere, festivals. Mm. And we are slowly building back to that state. Mm. So I'm, I'm so excited for that. I'm pumped. Excited. Because it kind of transports us away from this whole COVID mm. environment. mm Back to, like, our old reality. It's exciting. Yeah. It's cool. Okay, can I ask you a personal question? Go. <laughs> we'll just do one. Yeah. Me, like, wait, makes the wait, whole let's thing. let's do three. We'll do three. Okay. You got three wishes. Yeah, because this is, people care about me. It's my fucking yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, wait, before you start. Yeah. We'll do one giveaway. 
Okay. We'll do one reading for somebody okay. on your podcast, but you you choose her. Oh, like a giveaway on the yeah. good idea. That's so cute. Yeah. Okay, cool. I know why it's coming through, but whoever needs this is going to okay. get it. Okay, cool. If you listen to this, what's the special word? Create a passcode. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Magic fairy. If you message me <laughs> magic fairy, you go in the draw because it's only for podcast listeners. Yeah. Um, that's really cute. Okay, will I sign a book deal for my third book? Yes. Third one. Next year. Next year? Absolutely. Okay, that's good news. Number two. <laughs> really? Um, Wait, can I just say something? Why is there, like, I see this, like, penguin. That's, like, penguin publishers, <laughs> maybe? That's, like, a huge publishing house. Okay, well, that's what I'm seeing is, like, this little penguin. Dude! That's, like, a massive publishing house, penguin publishers. I don't know who they are, so. <laughs> oh, my God, Really? <laughs> Are you kidding? That's fucked. Okay, next question. They, like, published Great great Gatsby. Um, Will my ex come back? Yes. Next year? Uh, There'll be communication between you two. Okay, great. He's in America, guys. Yeah. (laughs) I love him. Um, Third question. Fuck, what's a good question about myself? It's so hard when you're on the spot, eh? I know. Will my family be... You tell me. Oh. I was going to say, will my family be safe? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. They're safe. Okay, cool. I don't see anything, like, majorly bad, like, happening within your family. It's just. Okay. Yeah. Like, it would just be, like, someone, like, just old age if anyone were to pass away. Oh, like, my nana will die soon, I know that. Yeah, it's just, like, those small things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. There's no, like, poltergeist behind me. Oh, God, no. No. Okay. If no, there is, like, just, like, any time, feel free to let me know. It's actually a very, like, fruitful year for you next year. <gasps> yes, Ellie. Like, in terms of you finding, like, the book deal. Mm-hmm. Like, they will come to you. That's what I think, too. They will come to you. I think that, too. It's not so much you putting in the hard yards. Because normally you have to get an agent to apply to them, but I truly think they're going to come to me. No, they will. Hey, there we go. Because you're kind of going into a different arena. Mm. So I'm excited for you, honey. Like I'm excited for you. I think you've got great things on the cards too. Oh, thank you. And thank you so much for having me of on. Of course. It's been so exciting. Um, where can we find you? Uh so you can look me up on Instagram, Divine Transcendent, um, my website, which is www.divinetranscendent.com. Um, yeah. And hopefully TikTok soon. Thanks and to TikTok kids. soon, yeah. Oh, I'm and YouTube. To TikTok. Yes, YouTube. I do my tarot readings on yeah, there. Yeah, check those out. They're awesome. Um, next year, I will be going like full bolt with like all of the horoscope readings. Yeah, it's insane next year. Ali's doing some really, really cool stuff. You've and got some events. awesome cards on, awesome things on the cards. Thank you, honey. And yeah, if you can't book and do watch her readings, I watch them all yeah. the time and they're like <laughs> freaky accurate and it's really cool that you do them. <laughs> so bye 2020. Bye-bye. Thank you for coming and hanging out. But we're ready. We're, we're ready, ready for 2021. We're ready. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.